Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Wheeling and dealing and trades and drafts and the rich getting richer. There are some teams in sports that are privileged, and I got to be quite honest about it. I'm pretty annoyed as we go into the end of the work week. Joe Rigotti, thank God he's back. Hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, hey, look, it's the same damn teams getting better, just like always. Cool. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel on a Friday here on ESPN 106.3. That's the only thing that's keeping me going and got me out of bed and got my ass in here is that it's the end of the work week. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel. Joe Rigotti, he's here. Uh, he at least knows what he's doing. That's good. Uh, pushing Coquel out of the producer's seat so we can focus on talking, which is difficult in itself for Coquel. We're here in the end of John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off the sparkling but humid intracoastal. Coquel, I'm so sorry for taking unnecessary shots at you. I didn't mean that. I mean, I kind of meant it because it's accurate, but I didn't mean to be that mean and aggressive towards you. I'm just annoyed because of how last night went. It just seemed like you were reading a script, though. That's why I'm trying to understand. I feel like you planned to rip me right off the bat. I don't get it. No, I What promise, did I ever do to you, Ken? I promise you. I promise you that that was off the cuff, and I took an unnecessary shot at you, and for that, I apologize. You're my radio life partner for all time, okay? We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that ends up. Uh, well, 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 guess what? Just like always, the Yankees get their guy. That's what? never happened before. Just like always, the Lakers get their guy. That's what? never happened before. Oh, yeah. The, the most fun team, arguably the, the, the most fun team in baseball is about to make a blockbuster. And, oh, the Dodgers get their guy just like they always do. Is Park Fist his own Trey Turner and Dodger yet? Is that official? It looks like that's happening. Trey Turner and Max Scherzer are going to the Dodgers when it looked like they were going to the Padres to join up with Machado and Tatis yesterday. But instead, nope, nope, nope. Can't have that. Can't have the team that has the home run chain. Can't have the team that has the fun walk-offs and the bat flipping and all the cool stuff that the Padres do. Nope, nope, nope. The Dodgers, the defending champions, the guys that we talk about all the time, the rich getting richer in baseball, they go ahead and they're going to get Max Scherzer and they're going to get Trey Turner. And then, like I said, there's the Yankees. The Yankees who, oh, we suck. We're terrible. Full of strife, controversy. Oh, let's just go get Anthony Rizzo, the cornerstone of the champion 2016 Cubs. Want to know why? Because we're just the Yankees. And we'll add him into a lineup that features, oh yeah, Giancarlo Stanton. And make no mistake about it, people are happy when Giancarlo Stanton strikes out because he's another example of the Yankees just going out there throwing cash around, acquiring the biggest name because they can, even if he's not a fit. And, oh, yeah, Aaron Judge in that lineup as well. So, cool. Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got Joey Gallo as well uh, the day before. Oh, yay, awesome. The rich get richer. That's just sports privilege. Oh, but, but, but wait, Coquel. 
The Lakers, ah, we had a disappointing season. We didn't get past the first round of the playoffs. LeBron needs help. Oh, yeah, we're going to go get the guy who has the NBA record in triple doubles. We'll just go trade for him. We'll get him from Washington. And Oh, yeah, now the Lakers are back. I can't stand in sports when the rich get richer, Coach Cal. I am wildly annoyed this morning. You know what's weird about me is I grew up a Yankee fan. I'm still a Yankee fan. I guess I'm just not as into it as I used to be. And it bothers me, too, when the rich get richer. You'd think I would embrace it and be all about it and say, give it. I like the teams that have to scrap and compete rather than, oh, we have a hole. We'll just buy that hole with prospects. Oh, we're out of prospects. We'll just buy more prospects to fill other holes. So it does get old after a while. You know what? I was very much anti-Bucks because I was just sort of, hey, they've had their opportunity. I want to see the Suns win. They're flashy. They're on the come up. But this makes me appreciate more what the Bucks' journey has been. And I sort of get it. I sort of get the appeal. The Suns would have been the same thing. They were lottery into, hey, you brought together a bunch of pieces that fit, and you had some stars, some young guys finally realize their potential. There's a reason I think that you and I enjoyed the NBA Finals like we did. It's because you had, that was the perfect example for the first time in a long time in the NBA of parity in action. Teams that weren't supposed to be there that did get there. And I enjoyed that. And this spoils that because now we're just back to normal sports crap. The rich getting richer, the privileged getting more privileged. And I ask you, what feels like the most privileged team in sports? Which team to you is most annoying because they're the rich and they just get richer? Which team feels like the most privileged in sports? 888 Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And I know damn well this is Yankees country. I understand it. Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Coquel, do you think that I'm correct in saying there are more Yankees fans here than any other team, including the Marlins? I mean, I've heard they're on the radio down here, but no one listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, oh. I, 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 I'm pretty sure that it's a safe assessment that the Yankees are the team. If the Yankees were down here and at Marlins Park, would they sell out like constantly? I get it. The weekend series is this weekend. They're in town. Yes. There'll be bigger numbers. Yes. But I, I'm talking about like if they were here all the time. If they're like, all right, New York's closed. We're going to play in Miami this year. Would they draw there? Probably. Probably, I think they would draw. Say they were in the Marlins division and they played 10 times down here during the course of a season. And I'm looking at Joe Rigotti right now, who is a Yankees fan, and he's shaking his head yes, and I agree with him. He's the, going tonight. The, he's going tonight, exactly. He uh, he said tonight he's got good seats, and tomorrow he's got bad. No, it's reversed. Tonight's the bad seats. Tomorrow's the good seats because he wants to see Anthony Rizzo in a Yankees uniform. But Rigotti's part of the damn problem. Oh, we got Anthony Rizzo. Just like my entire lifetime, we've gotten every star. Oh, CC Sabathia, come here, come here, come pitch for us. Oh, Randy Johnson, come pitch for us. Come on. Oh, A Rod, come on, come on. Oh, Matsui, hey, Wade Boggs. Oh, Ichiro, come on. Oh, Wade Boggs, come in here. Exactly. And it's so annoying. Oh, those titles were fun, though. To me, they were fun. To me, the Yankees are the most privileged team in sports. They're the rich getting richer. They're the ones that annoy me the most. A lot of you may have different examples because the Yankees probably far and away are the ones that are tagged with that reputation of buying themselves into a competitive level, buying themselves into a championship, though it hasn't happened in quite some time. Eat that, Rigotti! But for me... 
it 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 is definitely the Yankees, but I got to say I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed by the Lakers going and getting Russ because I think that's going to be fun and I think that's going to work because <laughs> Russ is in ring mode. I'm annoyed because the Lakers getting Russ because I think that's going to be fun. What are you, my wife? There's no fun allowed. <laughs> oh man, uh, I, I you know what I'm saying, right? I, I I don't want LeBron just because it's LeBron to get what he wants always. Like that drives me insane. For you out there, because maybe for a Yankees fan, it's the Red Sox who keep getting richer. The rich getting richer. They're making moves today. They're trying to do it. But then there's the Dodgers who get this cocoa. They get Trevor Bauer. And Trevor Bauer turns out to be allegedly a massive scumbag and may never pitch for that team again. So what do they do? Oh, well, we paid all that money to that guy. Uh, he sucks. So let's just go get Max Scherzer. Oh, and oh yeah, let's screw over the team in our division and the Padres, that fun team that everybody wants to see win. For you, what's the most privileged team in sports? What's the annoying, rich-getting-richer team in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. Is there an NFL team that fits that criteria? Because I don't know if you can really count the Brady Patriots because what they did is they took a bunch of flyers on players that teams thought were washed and then were able to capitalize off of said players and get the best out of said players. It was almost like they were able to pick off the scrap heap better than anybody as opposed to going and buying their way into winning championships. That's what was annoying about the Patriots, but I don't think that meets this criteria. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's hard when you have salary caps to compare the two, right? Yeah, like that it, makes it, it difficult. It's, it, it's a total different ball game because again, Trevor Bauer goes and bees then becomes Trevor Bauer. Goes and bees. That was good English, Co. Kelly. Goes and bees. Well done. <laughs> I'm standing for my four-year-old because that's how he says it. <laughs> Former educator, Co. Kell. Well done. Listen, when you're around your kids as much as I am right now, yeah. um, that that that's what he. You know, that's who he is. And then you can just buy out that mistake. That's where it comes. Where a salary cap, you can't always buy out the mistake as much. So I think salary cap changes that with football and basketball. I think that there may be some people that think that way about the Heat. At least going back to the big. Three because it's LeBron and it's Wade and it's Bosch and it's Ray Allen and it's Birdman and it's all these pieces that fit together, all the, of these pieces that worked. The difference is, though, they got those other pieces to come in cheap. That's sure. the difference. They get ring chasers. In baseball, you don't have to go get ring chasers because those contracts are guaranteed. A lot of the guys who you're getting that are ring chasers, they're getting cut, so they don't mind going for less money because they're collecting their money. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's yeah. a different I mean, they're not collecting their money. Baseball, you it's guaranteed contracts. So people aren't just going to cut you like that. I've got I've got my NFL one because I think the Buccaneers are probably going to get to that point if they have another really good season because they're picking off guys that Brady wants to play with and they want to play with Brady and they'll just throw the cash out there. Uh, I, I understand there's a salary cap, but it is annoying when superstars just say, yeah, I want to go play with that person. And that's sort of what Aaron Rodgers tried to pull yesterday or two days ago when he was talking with the media saying, hey, players come up here to play with me. This isn't a vacation destination, but Peyton Manning, when he went to the Broncos, okay, they got the prize. They got arguably the biggest free agent pursuit in my lifetime in the NFL. They won that. Peyton Manning being out the, there, being dangled. 
Was that the first time? Because it's the first time I can remember the following of planes. Like, that's where, to me, where it all started, where yeah. they were following planes and which airport they landed in. That might have been. Now, I think there had to have been a coaching search in college football that mm, probably sure. uh, started that trend. But in the NFL, you remember when he came down to South Florida after uh, it was announced he was being released by the Colts, and you had the news choppers following his car from the airport to his South Beach condo. Like, at that point, I'm sure Peyton Manning said the Dolphins are out because this is insane. I, I don't want any part of this. This is out of control. But when Aaron Rodgers was linked to the Broncos, and you and I even this week talked about it, Coquel, that the Broncos would be a landing spot for Aaron Rodgers, that automatically puts them in the annoying level of rich getting richer. If you went and got Peyton Manning, who was the most sought-after free agent in NFL history uh, at that time, and then you go and you pull in Aaron Rodgers via trade, yeah, that's annoying. That's annoying that the Broncos would win that quarterback battle twice who feels like the most privileged team in sports what's the most annoying to you to your sensibilities rich team getting richer 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 tweeted us at espn west palm for whatever reason and i'm a white Sox fan i'm happy to see the cubs dismantled but seeing anthony rizzo who by all accounts Good guy. I know his brother extremely well because his brother played on the offensive line at FAU. Uh, Rizzo is the face of that Cubs team that won the championship in 2016. It was so predictable and so annoying to see him go to the Yankees. And then to see my Twitter timeline and to see my Facebook feed that are chock full of way too many Yankees fans saying, Finally! Finally, we've got a really good left-handed bat. The Yankees are going for it. You're the Yankees. You shouldn't even have that reaction. Like I, you, You've won so many championships. You've been able to experience glory so many times. Oh, yay, look at us. Look at us. We finally have our guy in a front office that cares. Oh, shut up, damn it. You bought yourself championships for decades and decades and decades. That's so annoying. You can't operate like a regular fan base. Hold on, and we could though when the Yankees first won in '96, right? Is that one allowed? Well, first one in the modern era in '96. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm that saying. That one well, is allowed. Yes. Well, it's the first one in my life. My family is a huge Yankee fan, and I was born fam. You know, fans of the whole family is. I was born in '79, and I was the Yankee jinx forever. Like they would just rip me always because the Yankees had last one in '78. But when they won in '96, it was exciting because a lot of those guys were the homegrown talent. Yes, they had pieces they added around them. But your Jeter, your Posadas of the world, your Andy Pettits, your Mariano Rivera, your Bernie Williams, your Gerald Williams, they all came up through the Yankee products. So they actually, I think they were more successful when they built things that way than trying to plug all these home run hitters who strike out a ton from all these different teams. Yeah, and it seems like they just sort of go and get the biggest name. That's been sort of their M.O. You're right, like 96, yeah. You can have that reaction. Even a Paul O'Neill, you traded a Roberto (laughs) Kelly for him. Yes, he wasn't, but it wasn't going and buying the best player out there. Uh, Let's go to Twitter at ESPN West Palm. What's the most privileged team in sports? What's your most annoying example of the rich getting richer after a day where the Yankees get Anthony Rizzo, uh, a day after getting Joey Gallo, where uh, the Lakers get Russell Westbrook to team up with LeBron and Anthony Davis, which was annoying in and of itself? And the Dodgers, who have a, a potential PR nightmare on their hands with Trevor Bauer, they just, oh, we're the Dodgers. Let's go swoop in and pick up Max Scherzer, of all people. Uh, Fusilli Jerry on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Whatever team LeBron is on. 
So not a specific team, but whatever team LeBron is on. So that starts, obviously, with the Heat teaming up with D-Wade, with Bosh. All the pieces came in. Going to Cleveland, I suppose Kevin Love fits that criteria. Yeah, he wasn't wasn't going back to Cleveland unless he knew that Kyrie was a star and then he had the number one pick that he was able to trade for Kevin Love. So everyone thinks he kind of built differently. He had a big three there. And Kevin Love's numbers... He is kind of like Bosch if he had been in the right situations like Bosch was. And then going to the Lakers, obviously the courtship of Anthony Davis uh, ends up being what is annoying up until now. Russell Westbrook going to the Lakers. Uh, Finn had on Twitter, the NBA is just a fact of super teams. As a Yankees fan, it admittedly used to be them, but they've reeled in uh, that go out and get anyone uh, some over the years. Currently, it has to be the Dodgers where money is not an issue to them. Are the Dodgers worse than the Yankees now? Are are the Dodgers more of a, we're going to throw cash in every direction than the Yankees are? Probably, right? Are they that or are they just smarter about it than the Yankees? I think the Yankees just spend their money wrong. Are they smarter about it? Because how many championships have they had to show for it since uh, they changed ownership and it got their massive TV deal and just started throwing cash all over the place? Like what, what championship did they win outside of in Texas last year? So I... I can't say that they've been smart about it because there was no payoff about it. Like, the Rays are the antithesis of that, where they don't spend any money, but their I mean, farm system's so good. It's got to only be like three years ago since Kirk Gibson hit the home run, right, and ran around the bases. <laughs> no? Yes. Uh, am I showing my baseball you are, age? You are such that's, an that's old my man. Baseball, that's my baseball wheelhouse. You are such an old man. Don't do that. That was jarring to Did me. Did they just trade for strawberry the other day? <laughs> <laughs> What's the most privileged team in sports? For you, an example of a team, the rich getting richer. Uh, I did go through that a little bit with the Cubs because the Cubs, as we knew them, uh, the, the burgeoning team that eventually did win a championship, they were picking up. Uh, star after star after star, uh, whether it was Lester, uh, whether it was going to get Anthony Rizzo, whether it was a hot shot in Chris Bryant who did, uh, for the most part, come through their system. That was annoying, though, uh, because they were able to go and get guys who were going to help them. That was irritating. But it what- bothered you? That bothered you while they were winning? Yes. Because that always—that's my question—is you know, does it bother you only when it's someone else's team? Like if you're like I'm a LeBron guy, so I never get mad when LeBron has these super teams. And if the Knicks could figure out how to form a super team that isn't Amari Stoudemire, I'm all for it. I don't think that I am a fan of any team that has ever been capable of just stockpiling talent. I don't <clears throat> think so. <clears throat> Miami Heat. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. You're right, but I'm talking about like Chicago Bulls. What are you talking? I, I'm the ta- original no, no, no. super team, the Chicago well, Bulls. That was that was before super teams existed, Coco. So. How? In what way was that before? They drafted, had, they drafted they had, all of those guys. Oh, they drafted Rodman. Okay, Rod, but Rodman's your only example. And That's they purchased the best European player of all time, and Tony Kukoc. Okay. And yeah, they added all yeah. these other a lot of around it. a lot of American fans knew of Tony Kukoc before the the Bulls bought his rights. You're right, Kokel. But that, he was that a was known the first quantity. super team. Jordan played with super teams. Okay, trust and, me, I have nightmares still about those Bulls teams. But the the well, I mean, you should because they embarrassed the Knicks over and over and over because Jordan and needed over the super and team over and over and over again. They drafted everybody except for their one major acquisition was a troubled scrap heap Dennis Rodman, who ended up being fantastic for him. That's not like that's not a super team. I'm and, sorry. And Tony Kukoc. Okay. 
And again, Horace Grant. Horace Grant was already with them, Coquel. He wasn't drafted by them. Horace Grant? Sure, Regatti, could you look Am that Am I up? thinking of Bill Cartwright, maybe? Bill Cartwright. Bill Car- yes, Bill Cartwright was a Nick yes. before he was... Okay, you're really, really reaching. It's a super team. Steve Kerr. They ended up Jordan being a super team. I they ended the up Bulls. being a super team because they meshed together uh, and ended up winning six championships. Yeah, jo- Horace Grant was drafted by the Bulls. How did you get to Horace Grant and Bill Cartwright messed up? Because they're both big men that... Haunted me. I don't know. <laughs> both both big men that haunted me. Perfect. Uh, most privileged team in sports. What annoys you with the rich getting richer? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We're going to give you a chance to win a Stormhouse Brewing 50, $50 gift card with uh, a, a little trivia, a little Baseball trade deadline trivia later on into the show. Again, $50 Stormhouse Brewing gift card. But Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel is brought to you by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They've been doing it for 22 years. They're a dynasty that Coquel I don't get mad at because they are helping produce results. Yeah, the Dodgers, they keep throwing money out there. They have one championship to show for it. The Cubs, they started throwing money out there, one championship to show for it. Well, listen to this. The FAU NBA Sport Management Program, they acquire all this talent and they send them to a job in the sports industry. It's what they do. They hit their goals. Mission accomplished. FAU.edu slash NBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash NBA Sport. And the head man of it all, the coach of it all, the general manager, he serves all of the roles. That is Dr. Jim Reardon. Again, he's been doing it for 22 years. He's the best at what he does. Internationally renowned, not just nationally, but internationally renowned. This is your path into sports. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sign up for spring semester classes. You can do them remotely or on campus in beautiful Boca Raton. That's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA sport. What about Steve Kerr? Hmm? Hmm? Steve Kerr? Jordan would have no legacy if it wasn't for Steve Kerr. You Jordan, are... Jordan would be an afterthought in basketball without Steve Kerr. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Won those titles for him. Wouldn't have won them without Kerr. LeBron would have had more titles. Kerr was on the Spurs coaching staff. Steve Kerr's on the Warriors coaching staff. LeBron would have 10 titles if it wasn't for Steve Kerr. And Jordan would have two. Did you hit your head this morning? That's right. Jordan, two titles without Steve Kerr. Okay. LeBron, 10. Okay. Do the math. What's bigger? 10 or 2. <laughs> when we come back. What's bigger, Kenny? Again, have you suffered a cranial injury? And it's 10. Thank you. Yes. When we come back, Russell Westbrook, is he going to be the most dynamic teammate that LeBron has ever had? I think he might be able to make a case. He's Coquel. Joe Rigotti's here as well. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. Russell Westbrook is headed to the Lakers Does he at least have a chance to lay claim to be the most dynamic teammate that LeBron 
has ever had. I think there's at least a debate to be had. I'm Ken Levicka. It's Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel. Coquel uh, has somehow, some way cleared concussion protocol. I don't know what happened <laughs> in the last segment uh, with uh, his, his bulls math, as we'll call it. That was bizarre. Um, but Chris Lemley on Twitter uh, he tweeted in, they're not a pro team, but a college team. We've been discussing the most privileged teams in sports, the ones that are most annoying because it feels like the rich always get richer. Lakers, Dodgers, Yankees all got richer yesterday on the field or on the court. But I'm pretty sure you can guess which team, college team, Chris uh, tweeted at us, Coquel. Alabama. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it is annoying when Alabama gets every five-star and they're better coached than everybody. Is that more – because they don't get every five-star. And there are some years they don't out-recruit Clemson. They don't out-recruit Texas A&M. But there, some, there are some years they don't out-recruit Miami or Florida State. But mm. it's, the, it's the fact that they're just so well-coached. And it's such a system. I guess – if there could be a privilege for always having the best person in charge and the best system, that's the discussion. But the rich get richer, I think, there because they just know what the hell they're doing. Does that does that make any sense at all? Do you think they really get out-recruited by them, or they're just smarter than the people who put the stars on, could on be. the recruits? Could be. there's that, too. Yeah, it's such an inexact science. You're and right. Once someone gets one offer, then all of a sudden they have three stars. If they yeah. get two, it's like, yeah. oh, well, let's give them a four-star. And maybe they, maybe they assess talent better. I mean, college recruiting, and especially the ranking system, is so, a lot of times, it is so subjective. It's, it's also it's the most frustrating thing because if a kid gets a Clemson offer, then he'll get an LSU offer, then he'll get you know other type of big offers, or then if a kid gets an FAU offer, then he'll get an FIU and he'll get other offers yeah. from the same conference. Without meanwhile, you'll have shown as an old high school coach, you'll have shown those coaches the film, and they're like, I don't know if he can play here, but as soon as one guy offers, they don't want to be left out, so then yeah. they offer. It's I, frustrating. Th- so that is, so in your time as your long time as a high school head football coach, you'd see that happen a lot, where one guy gets an offer from one school, and the schools in the surrounding area or conference don't want to be left out, so they th- start throwing offers at the kid. Yeah, that's why you'll see some, and if the college coach, or I'm excuse me, the college coach actually, and the high school coach are friendly, you'll see coaches offer kids knowing it's not a standing offer because then that means they'll get offers from other other schools. That goes on a ton. So they just play the game. They play the game. That's they a say, little, All right, I'll give you an offer. It's kind of skeezy. That you're sort but, of taking advantage of a, an 18 year old kid. I know you're well, doing you're not, it for the no, greater good. You're helping the kid. That's okay. the thing. You're getting him. It's not even so much for the stars. It's more to get him recruiting. Like if someone has no recruiting base at the moment, and I think they're a D1 kid, I may call a coach who's an assistant coach somewhere that I know has a good relationship with their head coach and be like, hey, is there any chance you can offer this kid And you know, just so I can get his recruiting going? And it happens just to get his recruiting going. Meanwhile, the kid is aware of it. They're aware of it. It's gotcha. not necessarily a legit offer. But the kid has to at least be on that level of player. Okay, okay. I, I can see where that's beneficial. I do know that uh, it, it, at FAU, you remember... I mean, tr- Ken, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Kids transfer the, to St. Thomas, and all of a sudden, the same film, though nothing will happen, and 10 offers show up the next week. Yeah, yeah. Like St. Thomas Aquinas. That happens because of relationships with the coach. Well, I remember Jordan Scarlett. You remember he played at uh, U School, and then uh, I believe he went to St. Thomas Aquinas for a year, but he ended up at Florida, the running back... Uh, but he committed to FAU briefly. Um, what I have heard with that is that FAU asked him, hey, and he was a five-star, could you commit to FAU because we could use the good press? 
and we could use the attention. How do you feel about that? And they had the running back coach at the time who was a former high school coach, uh-huh. too, I believe, right? Uh, yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're just doing favors. If the college coaches aren't smart enough to see through it and the college recruiting people aren't smart enough, it, I have no problem with it. It annoys me as a high school coach when I'm sending you this film and doing all this work. And I know you've never looked at it because you're only offering me because Syracuse just did or because LSU just did, like I said. That means it's like, so why am I sending you this film? Why am I trusting your evaluation if you're just basing it off of what someone else does? If I was the uh, head coach yeah, of the college, yeah. I would be like, why are you only offering when other people do? Are you not evaluating yourself? That's a good question. The way you put it, yeah. Uh, I, I totally see where you're coming from with that. Um, uh, and uh, Coquel knows where I'm coming from when I talk about Stormhouse Brewing. Mm. Uh, it's in North Palm Beach. It's a half mile south of PGA Boulevard on US 1. It's in the Crystal Cove Commons, and it's a brewery with a full gastropub menu. Let me repeat that it's a craft brewery with a full gastropub menu. Good luck finding that anywhere else in this area. It is rare. And you have it in North Palm Beach County. So Stormhouse Brewing has 15 big screen TVs. All the sporting events are on. The Olympics or Major League Baseball or the Gold Cup. Last night, the United States ended up beating Qatar. They're in the final against Mexico on Sunday. Want to see U.S. and Mexico in the Gold Cup? Bring your boys out. Have some delicious craft beer, including that coffee stout that Coquel loves. And... Uh, one, two, three, four different dishes from that gastropub menu. Yeah, that's right. Storm House Brewing. It's family-friendly. It has that South Florida feel, indoor-outdoor seating. They're going to take care of you at Stormhouse Brewing. Delicious craft beer, brewed on site, delicious gastropub menu. It's really revolutionized uh, the craft brewery uh, outlook in uh, this area, and it has taken over North County. It's in North Palm Beach, just a half mile south of PGA Boulevard, Crystal Cove Commons, US 1. That's Stormhouse Brewing. Check them out beforehand at stormhousebrewing.com. Ken, with that seating and all the different seats, I can't wait for us to sit there on Sundays for NFL fight about the Jets and the Dolphins, but still be far enough to watch other games too because there's TVs everywhere and we can be spaced out and it's out in the open, yep. just fresh air. I That is going to be the place for college and NFL football. I love the fact too that they legitimately, my boy Josh over there, he sat in every single table at Stormhouse Brewing to make sure that all the sight lines to the TVs were perfect. How good is that? Well, I mean, it's amazing. I went to a one of the chain restaurants that... Um, have wings. And um, they sat me there when they had the NFL Sunday. And I was like, oh, I want to watch the Jet game. And they sit, they, they go and they sit me in the seat underneath the table, underneath the TV with the Jet game on. <laughs> and I was like, that, they're like, well, you're closest to the game. Yeah. I'm like, well, I, can't, Co- I can't see neck, it from there. Yeah, Coquel's neck doesn't work like that, okay? Um, uh, Not at Stormhouse, though. Stormhouse, you can see every TV yep. from everywhere. It's Absolutely. Uh, Russell Westbrook is fascinating. I've always been pro-Russ. I like Russell Westbrook. Is he reckless? Yeah. Does he try and do too much a lot of the time? Yeah. Do his numbers make him a first ballot Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Is he at a point in his career where he just wants to win a ring? Uh Uh-huh. 100%. The Lakers acquiring Russell Westbrook, wow, and we talked about it plenty at the Open. It's annoying because it's just the rich getting richer. I think it's a beneficial move. And so now you've got Russ, a guy who you know is going to give 247%. Okay, and a little known fact, that's the the largest percent he can give. Okay, that was not just an arbitrary number that (laughs) I came up with. Yeah. Uh, So Russell Westbrook's joining LeBron and A.D. 
And that immediately makes the Lakers wildly intriguing and puts them back into the Western Conference picture. Russell Westbrook, the NBA leader in triple doubles, a guy who doesn't have to prove anything other than winning a championship now, but just from his pure play. And you saw, Coquel, how he dragged the Wizards, him and Beal, dragged the Wizards back into contention after that brutal start to the season this past campaign. Is he maybe the most dynamic teammate LeBron has ever had? Is there an argument for that? Because I think you could make it. And it, 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 I, I think that Russ, with his ability to do it all, how he defends, how he scores, how he can take over the game, he might be the most dynamic teammate LeBron has ever had. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is Russell Westbrook going to end up being the most dynamic teammate that LeBron has ever had? Don't forget to tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. So first and foremost, we're going to get a lot of pushback because of D-Wade. How would we compare Why, are there a lot of jazz and Russ? Fan, are there a lot of jazz fans in the area? Would you stop, please? Jazz lifer? Stop with the jazz lifer stuff. It's so immature. It's so wildly immature. I mean, the culture between him and Spider Mitchell. Like, it's just oh, amazing to see. On. That's what happens when you're a jazz lifer. You, you take that effect and you trickle it down to the players that are playing in the next mm-hmm. generation. Okay. So you've got D-Wade, who was the face of the Heat. He sacrificed that role to allow LeBron to be the face of the Heat. You knew D-Wade was always a good defender. He's the best shot-blocking two-guard in the history of the NBA. You knew he could score. D-Wade went through stretches and lulls there where you're like, man, what what is going on with him? Is he just deferring to LeBron too much, or is he getting late in his career? And uh, then he went to Chicago and uh, re-upped with LeBron in Cleveland, and it was clear that he was on the back end of his career a bit. Injuries definitely didn't help, and he had that one glorious final year with the Heat uh, after his return. But Dwayne Wade, at that point of his career, was he better than what you're getting in a still triple-double machine, Russell Westbrook? I, I, I almost feel like that might be a little bit of a wash or more of a wash than you initially think on its face. The only thing is Wade's a much better shooter, and the formula for LeBron is that's actually worked always seems to be would be have LeBron and surround him with shooters, right? Because Bosch could shoot. That's why they were the best when Bosch would go to the five because then you can add other shooters into the lineup. Um, with Westbrook, he can't shoot the three. I think where Westbrook helps LeBron more than any of those other teammates is when LeBron needs nights off in December or, or March, he can take a night off. And Anthony Davis, if he's banged up, he can take a night off because Westbrook can win you those games by himself. Can he win you playoff games by himself? Probably not, but he can win you regular season games. But we're going to see a lot. I think we're going to see the Lakers lean heavy into load management this year. And then when all of them are on the floor in the playoffs, when LeBron's off the floor, he's never had a teammate that's better at just controlling everything than uh, Westbrook. That's an, that's that's interesting you lay that out. Like I guess you have to go with, with different aspects of their game. You're right. Russ, as far as being able to take over a game when LeBron's not on the floor, yeah, he, he is, from that standpoint, the most dynamic. But what about Kyrie? Uh, Kyrie would hit big shots, eventually played well off of LeBron. Always an injury concern with Kyrie. But Kyrie, just from a pure basketball standpoint, a pure talent standpoint, isn't he in this discussion with LeBron? It's just so hard to know what Kyrie is. 
like in general in life because there are times as a player you want to love him and then like he disappears or he gets hurt and he's out there then as a person there are weird things he does where you're like oh this guy's a turd but then he's getting water for a full village in Pakistan and helping buying homes for people who had their family members murdered so he's like a philanthropist also like Kyrie is the ultimate enigma I think in the NBA uh, and then I guess the only, because Kevin Love is certainly not in this discussion, at least for me, there's AD. But I can't in good faith put AD in this discussion considering how how much he's made of glass. He's just such a, a walking injury at is all a, times. Is AD more of like a has the potential to have been the greatest, but at some point you... you at some point, know. you know what you got, right? I like guess. You, you, you know who a guy is by a certain point in his career. Yeah. We're getting to that point with AD. I just wonder, can you, and I know that Giannis has bucked the trend of big men, but can you ever consider a big man? was buck with man, a B. A B. Let's yeah. Just make sure. B. Okay. Yes. Bucked the trend. Thank a, you. It's a common saying. You're the one I who's just, all. Yeah, I'm also the one who would get in trouble if it wasn't a B, so I just want to make sure. Covering your bases. I understand. Uh, um, but I just I can't ever imagine a big being the best teammate that the most dynamic teammate that LeBron's ever had. The more I talk through it, I, I, I guess I'm basing it off of a guy who can will you to a win if you need it. If LeBron goes down, a guy who can grab the reins of the team in big moments and will himself to the line, he's going to be obsessed with winning games. Not that D-Wade wasn't, but... Russ is such an a million miles an hour and largely is going to stay healthy type of player. I think Russ might be the most dynamic teammate that LeBron's ever had. And this is not meant to disrespect D. Wade. D. Wade might be the most talented teammate, the best legacy of any teammate that LeBron's ever had. But as far as being dynamic, I think it might be Russ. And it feels like Russ is going to be even better now with the Lakers than with LeBron. We're going to see a Russ maybe we haven't seen before. Sure, he doesn't have the athleticism that he was able to out-athlete everyone as much. It hasn't fallen off as much as I thought maybe it would. But I think with Russ going with LeBron and with AD and with the Lakers culture, I think we may see a totally different player where he doesn't feel like he's out on an island by himself like he has in the past. Is Russ going to be the most dynamic teammate LeBron James has ever had? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We're on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Our boy Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He tweets, prime Wade greater than anybody that uh, LeBron will have played with. So he's going prime Wade. You mean Theo Dorsey, who started the NBA Finals saying he's a Chris Paul guy and then ended up being the biggest Giannis Antetokounmpo fan well, in the world? He showed up to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, with one of those Buck towels, those, those, the Milwaukee Bucks towels. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you were a Chris Paul guy. And he's like, nope, I uh, love Giannis from the beginning. I mean, Theo, I love you. A little bit wishy-washy. Eight eight eight. He wants, But I get it. He wants to surround himself with winners. In fact, he'll be on with me next week on the show. That was a really poor analogy. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, we really thank them for having us out there last Wednesday. All jokes aside, Theo and I loved our time there, and I love, because I talk about it all the time to the point where I'm annoying the hell out of Coquel, my Kia K5 GT. It's parked on that sizzling sixth floor of our parking garage <laughs> with no cover right now here at the Phillips Point Towers, but it stays strong. That's a dynamic 
dynamic automobile, my Kia K5 GT. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. It's just a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail. I went over and I was able to get my car serviced while I was there. You did the whole thing. They rotated the tires. They changed the oil, tune-up, all that good stuff, keeping it running great. And that's what they're going to do at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Not only with their credit clinic, with bank representatives on site, are they going to do effort and do all they can. They're going to labor to make sure that they're going to put you in a really nice Kia automobile that's safe and fuel efficient and meets all your needs. Even if your credit's not great, they're also going to take care of that automobile after the fact. They're going to keep you coming back for more at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Check out their selection. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Now, I, oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. I think the credit, clinic, the credit clinic at Greenway Kia, they set up the Lakers cap. That's the part about this deal we haven't gotten into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it works out perfect. I think they had to call because no one's better at punching numbers than that credit credit clinic at Greenway Kia. That is true. They always find a way. They but LeBron has, way. LeBron has two years left in his deal. Westbrook has two years left in his deal. So they can make this run at it. And when they're both gone and retiring or doing whatever they're doing next, then they have a 30-year-old Anthony Davis with empty cap space to do what you hated how you started the show, rebuy a new Lakers team. Oh, man. You're right. I'm annoyed again. Thanks, Coquel. Appreciate that. You know what else is annoying is this Twitter overreaction to Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. It's going to ruin college football as we know it. But why? Let's talk about it when we come back. He's Coquel. Joe Rigotti's hanging out. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levicka live on ESPN 1063. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. College football is going to be ruined. Thanks, ESPN. Thanks, SEC. But nobody has been able to tell me why they're actually so angry, except other than the fact they don't like change. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, Friday edition here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast comes right to your phone if you subscribe to it. It's free. You get it wherever you get your podcast. There's a lot of different ways to get that podcast. So just use your favorite one, and it'll come to you every single day. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast, Apple podcast, and wherever you get your podcast. Before we get into college football, uh, Joe Rigotti, we have a very important NFL training camp update. This is Coquel's favorite part of the show. Coquel, get this. Colts quarterback Carson Wentz Uh out indefinitely Uh as he undergoes further testing on a foot injury that he suffered at the end of practice yesterday. That's per Mike Wells of the NFL Network and Adam Schefter. Carson Wentz living up to his reputation as a guy you can't stay on the field out indefinitely with a foot injury. Hey, Colts, how you feel about letting go of Dwyer's Jacoby Brissett now? Yeah, Colts. It's what you get when you turn your back on our Palm Beach County guy. 5-6-1, you hear that, Indy? That yeah, was really aggressive. Indy. Was I supposed to follow No, that's up? fine. You, oh, okay. you weren't obligated to. It's fine. I mean, um, so Colts let's more like 
Schmoltz. More, right? No, more like dolts. That's the obvious place to go to. I was going to say that, that, but I couldn't remember what that meant, and I didn't know if it was a word we were allowed to say. No, dolt, dolt. More like dolts. That's where that joke should have gone. That's where I started, and then I bailed. I bailed. I panicked. I'm a wimp. You I'm better, a man behind the scenes. You better start uh, getting that better. You better start crisping it up that joke giving, that punchline before football season, okay? I just I don't want to be rude and crass, Ken. That's not who I'm all about. Oh, I'm a yeah. educator. Yeah, okay. Uh, so college football. And uh, since two days ago, when Texas and Oklahoma, it was official, the SEC was going to extend an invite to them. But even before that, when the news broke last week, the Texas and Oklahoma have apparently been flirting with the SEC for quite some time. Whether it's fans or whether it is mainstream media, it's been, this is going to ruin college football. College football is ruined. What are you doing? And then the Big 12 accused ESPN of meddling in its affairs and uh, trying to recruit other teams out of the Big 12, which is seemingly dying to try and get them connected with the American or any other conference, which I still think is a little bit of conspiracy theory on the Big 12's part because they're desperate and know that their days are numbered. But this whole R word when you're discussing college football, this whole college football is going to be ruined why exactly is college football going to be ruined? Because if you have super conferences, you're largely going to take rivalries and keep them aligned. So fine, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State won't have Bedlam. All right, like I'm okay with that. But you're also going to have more competitive games and the chance for Oklahoma to play Alabama. And you're going to resume the Oklahoma-Texas rivalry, which, I mean, you keep that together, and I'll take Oklahoma and Oklahoma State no longer having Bedlam unless Oklahoma State becomes part of the SEC Super Conference. Michigan, Ohio State, that'll still be there. USC, UCLA, that'll still exist. Florida State, Miami, that's probably not going anywhere unless Florida State goes to the SEC. You'll still, at the very least, have Florida State and Florida. Like, to me, college football is not about the conferences. Like, if anybody says, oh, man, I'm really going to miss those Saturdays where Kansas and Iowa State played because, damn it, Big 12 football's just that good. They're full of crap. No one really cares about their conference. No one cares about Ohio State and Illinois. What they care about is is Ohio State and Michigan. What they care about is Florida and Florida State. Okay? I think they care about it in the SEC. It just means more. Yeah. I, there's no such thing as conference loyalty. Like, there's not. And we, we've discussed it on this show. You're Anybody not looking, who chants SEC Marshall, so Marshall late. games? Yeah. I, if I never have to step foot in West Virginia again, <laughs> that's okay with me. That's a win. I'm perfectly okay with that. If I never have to go to Murfreesboro, Tennessee again, I'm okay with that. I'm going to survive. I'll be fine. If I never have to go to Hattiesburg, Mississippi again, thumbs up. Happy Ken. Like That's totally good with me. Is Chad Pennington the only thing you look forward to with Marshall games? Yeah, because, and let me tell you about Chad Pennington. He's this guy, best. he is the absolute best. Most times we go there, if he's in town and he spends a lot of time at Marshall and he's donated a lot of money to uh, try and fresh it up, what is a dilapidated stadium there in Marshall, he'll always pop into the broadcast booth because he remembers when I covered him uh, with the Dolphins and he'll always pop in and he's friends with Chris Bartels, my my analyst 
analyst for FA. He's the best. He's the nicest guy imaginable. We, he needs a weekly spot. How do we make that happen? Make it happen, Ken. I'm sure Bartels, we can. Make it happen. All right. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can. I give love him a call. myself some noodle arm. But he do, is the greatest. But he's he's noodle an effective noodle arm. Yeah. Oh no, I, I say that in the most endearing way. Like he is my maybe my favorite Jets quarterback of all time, even more than the blonde bomber. But you're a big college football guy. You love college football. I love college football. Are you are, are you scared that college football is going to be ruined because we're going to have four super conferences? Because for me, I, I pay a lot of attention to the group of five, and I still think it's a good thing because I'm hopeful the group of five will just break off into its own division and have a separate national championship that will have a playoff attached to it because FAU is not competing for a national championship in the FBS. I'd much rather them have a chance at a separate national championship and then from the fbs standpoint let the big boys beat each other up it's still college football you still have most of your rivalries life is good or just go to 16 team playoff and then everybody wins well a 16 team playoff i don't know what they'd end up doing in the the super conference but yeah fine well i'm saying teams. but then you have all your conference champions and then you can still have four of those teams out of each of those big conferences yeah. whatever three teams out of all that yeah. anyway i still think you can do the expanded uh, playoff you can still do the expanded playoff even if even if you go to super conferences. But let's not be hyperbolic about this whole thing. College football is going to be ruined. The, my favorite is the the guys who are trying to say that name, image, and likeness. It's that fault. Because they're still just so upset about college football players being paid. Yeah. So it, they blame that. They blame everything after because of uh, it. It's probably collective fury. It's probably collective anger. I think there's something to that. But this thought that ah th- this conference has so much tradition the big 12 isn't even that old texas was an original member of the league that spawned into the sec like everything's gonna be okay college football's gonna survive we're not going to kill off the game okay it's not going to happen college football why do you think if you do why do you think college football would be ruined with super conferences, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Uh, we are going to be giving away, don't forget, a $50 gift card, $50, $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing in just a couple of moments. We'll take your calls on the other side. Before we do that, EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. They're taking care of all of your AC and your plumbing needs. EDS Air Conditioning in this hot weather, you need to go to when your air conditioning goes out. And depending on its age, it's going to happen. It's a ticking time bomb. It's a matter of time. you got to have a plan. That's where EDS Air Conditioning comes in. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They're using the best, the absolute best, when it comes to equipment and AC units and making sure that stays functioning, making sure that you don't have to call them back over and over and over and over again. They're going to get the job done. They're family-owned and operated. They've been doing it in Palm Beach County and South Florida since 2006. That's EDS Air Conditioning. They handle all your AC and plumbing needs. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. College football. If you think super conferences are going to ruin it, why? I'm genuinely curious. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Coquel Joe Rigotti with us on this Friday. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. It's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like... Mm-hmm. 
All right, listen up and listen up good. We're not wasting any time. I'm getting right into our Stormhouse Brewing trivia. Listen closely. It's related to Anthony Rizzo. It's Anthony Rizzo trivia. You're playing for a $55-0 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. It's the craft brewery that's revolutionized the landscape in South Florida and especially in North Palm Beach County. North Palm Beach, just a half mile south of US 1 in the Crystal Cove Commons. Uh, it is Stormhouse Brewing. All right, here's your Stormhouse trivia. Listen closely, and if you know the answer, 888-760-3776. With which team did Anthony Rizzo make his Major League Baseball debut? We're making you earn it because it's $50, damn it. With which team did Anthony Rizzo make his Major League Baseball debut? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. gift card on the line. Coquel, we're making him earn it, okay? That's a hard one, Ken. You, you weren't difficult this time. Because what? it's $50. I got to tell you about True Freedom Therapy. True Freedom Therapy, they're making miracles happen. I'm telling you, but it's not a miracle. This is sound science. This is FDA approved. They're soft wave therapy. If you're not performing in the bedroom like uh, you did back in your 20s, back in your prime, if you are suffering from potential erectile dysfunction, go in, get a free consultation, and see if their soft wave therapy is for you. Soft wave therapy, what is that? It's sound waves. 15-minute sessions, sound waves in the affected area. It opens up the blood vessels. It opens up the blood flow. That is what is many times the fix. They have done some great things for many people. And uh, I I tell you, I love being aligned with them because I love hearing the stories about, man, this guy came in. He thought that really what what he based his manhood off of was, was gone. But nope. All of a sudden, a couple of 15-minute sessions of True Freedom Therapy, and it was all taken care of. I mean, I love that stuff. I love those stories. TrueFreedomTherapy.com. They're in Palm Beach Gardens. Josh, our guy over there, is going to lead you through a free consultation, teach you about the soft wave therapy. This is revolutionary stuff. It also helps joint pain for you weekend warriors out there. That's True Freedom Therapy. Log on to TrueFreedomTherapy.com. Get your free consultation lined up. True Freedom Therapy. TrueFreedomTherapy.com. My guy's up there always good to talk about them let's go to kelly in palm beach gardens for stormhouse trivia kelly fifty dollar five zero fifty dollar gift card on the line to stormhouse brewing with what team did anthony rizzo make his mlb debut boston red fox that is incorrect oh. that is incorrect he Dra- was drafted, drafted drafted by the red sox but who did he get on the field with first? Rob is in Port St. Lucie. What's up, Rob? Padres. Do I repeat that again? He got it. San Diego Padres. There you go. I, uh, it was muffled for a bit. Rob, congratulations. You've got a $50 gift wow. card to Stormhouse Brewing. It what was time are we going, Rob? The San Diego Padres. Rob, you're under no obligation to take Coquel. Don't fall into that trap. Um, uh, real quickly, before we wrap it up for this week, Let's get into a little Stormhouse Brewing. What's on tap? What's on tap is brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhouse Brewing is a South Florida-inspired brew pub focusing on great beers, tasty food, and creating a unique atmosphere for all to enjoy. Coquel might know where I'm going with this. Stormhouse? Well, yeah, Stormhouse Brewing. But 
Stormhouse Brewing is where you should also watch the Gold Cup Final Wait, on Sunday. Wait, soccer's still going on? It's not United over? States and Mexico. The rivalry continues for USA. a cup. That doesn't mean USA. a whole lot, except you USA. beat Mexico. Damn right, Coquel. We're Patriots. Stormhouse Red, Brewing and blue. is where you should watch the U.S. and Mexico on Sunday. I'll be watching it, and you should head out to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach to watch it yourself. That's what's on tap, brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. I'll be off the first few days of next week. A little vacay for me. Coquel. <laughs> work at the first few days? Okay, four. like four. Four. Fine. It's, it's not even we a handful got, of days. We got a big lineup coming in, though. Dean Thomas is going to be joining the show full-time for a couple days. Theo Dorsey. Ken, you better watch out there, Wally Pip. All right. Wally Pip. Fine. You can have it. I don't even care. Uh, great job by Joe Rigotti, as always, because he's so proficient at what he does. What a nice change of pace from Coquel, who is limited to talking today. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. Thank you, Joe Rigotti. We'll be back next week. Me, maybe one day. Ken Levicka live on ESPN 106.3. Farewell.